0: everybody. We are back again. We meaning myself and Kate, my cousin who is subbing in for Jess while she is doing job things for November. We are back for another 321 shots and Kate,
1: what what are you drinking today? Well, uh today, Allison, I am drinking. I will be taking a shot of early times Kentucky whiskey, which I thought was pertinent to our conversation today, because we will be talking about earlier times. Um, And then I also have uh, just a glass straight ahead glass of Pinot Grigio, because I feel like this conversation also warrants a glass of wine in hand.
0: I agree with those are both very solid options. So I'm proud of you that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Oh, also, this is Salt Lime Storytime. Sorry, Jess is usually the one that intros. She's so much more solid than me. Okay. Well, Today I have I will be sipping on in honor of you and our family some hot chocolate with
1: rumple mints. Yes. Amazing. I'm actually going to really, have that later. Really hot. Really? Yeah. I'm going to watch the new Weird Al Yankovic movie and okay. with some friends and we're going to get cozy and drink hot chocolate and rumple mints
0: and Oh, that sounds lovely. I'm just drinking it in my basement. It's delicious either way. That
1: also sounds lovely.
0: And I'm doing something really risky today with my shot. I saw something on TikTok that if you send liquor through a Brita filter, it filters out all the flavor and makes it easy to take shots.
1: I have heard this.
0: Okay. I'm going to try. But the catch is, is I am going, I am full sending it with vodka and vodka is the one thing i i can't take shots of anything but especially vodka so i'm going to just because that was like kind of the most convenient thing to use and the worst part is though is that i'm using an older filter because i didn't want to use a brand new one so i don't even know if it worked so it's for you (laughs) risk it's a risk through and through
1: Okay, I'm proud of you. Okay. This is really brave.
0: Thank you. It's pretty stupid, actually. is is really what it is. I I actually have my garbage here in case I literally throw up. So I.
1: Okay, good, good. I think I would love to catch that for the pod. Just Allison retching into yeah retching into a trash can. I think that would just be peak.
0: Yeah, nobody would yeah. ever listen to this podcast again, which is completely fair. So I'm, let's hope that that does not happen. So without further ado, Kate, should we just jump right in?
1: I think that's the best way to approach this, because this is going to be, <laughs> we're going to be tackling some stuff
0: today, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, right, Let me grab my...
1: Oh, man. And I'm shooting whiskey, so I think both of us... Oh. I hope I don't puke in my aunt's car. That would not Just, be good.
0: Also, Kate is recording in her aunt's car right now, because I don't know. It's noisy where she in the house she's living in, and it's pretty hilarious actually. Like I saw you it in a car. Well. I was like, "Where the hell are you?"
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Just you some sound great. Alley. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it really, it is like a sound room. I feel like I'm again. It's getting a little stuffy. Might get a little squirrely. Might get a little oxygen deprived. But I'm here for it
0: okay all right well let's kate would you oh fucking hell would you like to count
1: us down i would not like to but i will um okay. all right <clears throat> allison mm-hmm. yeah three two one shot Shots. <laughs>
0: it did not work oh that helped significantly though like, I think if I used a new filter, I think that actually might have worked. Also, I only took half of it because I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, I was really scared. Um,
1: wow. See, I was oh, so wow. focused on what your reaction would be that I forgot how bad mine tasted. And now it's like the aftertaste is. um.
0: It's really bad.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh my f- God. I need okay. to finish
0: mine. God, because, you know, Mama ain't raised no bitch. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, she didn't.
0: But I do think if I used a brand new filter, this probably would have gotten rid of all of it. It's, like, definitely tastes like watered-down vodka.
1: That's a dangerous hack.
0: It is. It. I am shocked that I did not know about this before. I'm shocked that this is just now coming to light. Fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fuck.
1: You did it. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Oh my my god. God. Wow, that was a that was a bad one.
0: (laughs) It's Okay, here's the thing. I don't know how to take shots correctly. I think I've told this on this podcast before. I just hold the liquid, the fucking liquor in my mouth. And just swallow it. I don't listen. Okay, I'm just gonna that's what she said myself for this entire next sentence, just so nobody else has to do it. Yeah. I can't just send it straight down the back of my throat like you're supposed to. It, like, sits in my mouth for a minute and then I swallow it like it's a gulp of water. I simply don't know how to take shots correctly. But here's the thing. I'm a lesbian. I have never had to develop my gag reflex. So that is why that is my excuse for never having learned how to do a proper shot.
1: Yeah, I will say that Yeah, I mean, not being a lesbian, that does come in handy when doing shots, I will say. I am able to unhinge my mouth like a snake. Um,
0: Right. Anyway, thanks for coming on that journey with me. Uh, Next time, I might try to use a brand new filter and just see what happens. Oh, God. All right, guys. Well, Kate, you had... We're cheating again and coming with a pre-prepared topic because it's also a little bit, I don't know, what's what's the word? It, it also kind of fits into the whole November theme of, you know, things that you're taught. Kate, would you like to describe what we are talking about today?
1: Absolutely, Allison. And I just grabbed my glass of wine because it is now time to deal with this. Um... We will be talking today on 321 Shots about American myths or rather the lies that we were told as children or not even as children, just throughout our lives about particularly the founding of the country and, you know, stuff that like, like the Thanksgiving story is a very perfect example. Stuff that was either just like blatantly false. Yes. Yes. Or was whitewashed slash the whole story was not told because it's, for the most part, the American government and the American people have done a lot of shitty things. Yes. And I feel like a lot of what I was told as a kid is just like how great the founding fathers are. Or worse, they're dead. Um, and <laughs>
0: <laughs> are, you sure? are you sure? Because, like, the ideals that they had are really in practice today still. Even though, yeah. though it's, it feels like the 1700s right now.
1: Genuinely. But, you know, it's just, I feel like everything we I've been taught, and I think, Allison, you can agree with this, it's like, it's this idealized version of the U.S. And then as you get older, you're like, you start learning the actual history and you're like, oh,
0: okay, mm-hmm.
1: this is different. And yes. this is... It's also like a a little bit traumatic, I have to say, like having this preconceived notion of what your country is Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then having that just ripped to shreds. And so anyway, that's what we're talking about today. Woo!
0: Wow, great. And I mean, while this also can be a kind of a lighthearted, funny topic, I think we'll talk about both the sucky things, but also the things like I have never had to do long division once in my adult life. Like the whole concept of using math outside of school, like how it's important. Anyway, we'll get there. That's a myth. Yeah. All right. Well, I think a great place to start with this is the whole... The pilgrims and the Indians get together and have a fucking great-ass time, and we're friends and we sit together at the table and eat turkey, and the Indians break corn, and I paraphrase that song a little bit, but I remember being taught that song in elementary school. Just, I, all I really remember is the part that goes pilgrims and the Indians, but, <laughs> and we, we like even made our own little, like, Indian headbands with, like, paper feathers oh, in no. them and yeah. danced around, and... We were taught how it was all just a jolly good day, and we were all friends, and which is just painfully not true. Uh, painfully not true. Yes.
1: Yes. My school, we also did the cultural appropriation activities of making headbands and sticking feathers in them. Yeah, it's it's wild that that was like a school activity when we were kids. Yeah,
0: You know, on this subject, what are... And I'm mostly thinking back to, like, elementary school. I think this is when a lot of this was happening. But what are some other, like, songs that you were taught? Because, like, you get taught a lot of music as a kid. The Pledge of Allegiance, for one thing.
1: Oh, yeah. How I
0: had that memorized before I knew how to spell my name. Ew. Like, I remember saying it in first grade, and, like, I can't... I can't tell you if I knew how to spell Alice and Marjorie Hillman, but... (laughs) I can sure-ass tell you that I knew the Pledge of Allegiance, and I still have it ingrained in my brain, even though I haven't said it out loud in at least 15 years.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I I went to some weird schools. I went to a Montessori school, and then I went to a Waldorf school. And I remember at Waldorf school, we had a lot of songs. I mean, if you were an outsider looking in, you would think that we were all in a cult The way Ah. we were all singing. Because we had a song for, like, everything. We had, like, a cleaning song. We had, like, a lunch song. And, like, yeah, I luckily was spared the Pledge of Allegiance until I got to high school. Um, And even then, we didn't say it very often. And I refused. I didn't say it. I just, I stayed sitting.
0: Wow, that's (laughs) really good for you. You
1: can make me stand if you want.
0: (laughs) You're six foot tall. I'd like to see them try. But I remember, and, like... First and second grade. This was especially like when I like went to like public elementary school. Like first and second grade, I remember being taught like every single song there was about America, like the land of the free, the home of the brave. brave, Which I we're we're like the home of neither of those things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are neither free, and we're also really scared of shit. Really
0: xenophobic. So it's like I wouldn't necessarily call us like brave. We have a, Mm -hmm. a massive military. Which is what it is, but we, I don't know if I would necessarily call us progressive in all ways. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway,
0: yeah. I would like to say, like, I know it is better here than it is in a lot of other countries. It's safer here in a lot of ways, but it, what's happening with our government right now is, is completely insane.
1: And It is insane. I think, I think the issue with the United States, and I think this is true in a lot of places maybe too but like this is literally what this podcast episode is about is just like the falsehoods like Mm -hmm. the fake shit that everyone is going off of like yeah and the founding of the country basically being bullshit you know yes like all men are created equal but we'll still keep slavery what and christopher
0: columbus being the first man to just like first person to discover america when there were like all these tribes being like hello <laughs> hi <laughs> like, we've been here me? for a <laughs> long like, generations
1: five. yeah
0: like yeah. you would fucking die if you didn't know like if you didn't have us to like help you like christopher yeah. columbus is i think one of the biggest ones and how we have like columbus day and how oh, we no. paint him as a hero but he was really The leader of a mass genocide, basically. Like, he was, like, one of the people that really started that. And he didn't even mean to discover America. He thought he was in India or something.
1: He was having... he, He didn't know where the fuck he was. We talk about how Christopher Columbus was, like, such an amazing explorer. He didn't know where the fuck he was. I read some... You know, I'm thinking about, like, the Native Hawaiians or the people who eventually became the Native Hawaiians. They were looking at the birds and the stars and the movement of the clouds, and they knew there was land. Mm-hmm. Out there in oh, like eight hundred, right?
0: Well, you're talking about North America. They knew that it was there.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. They're talking. I'm talking about the Hawaiian Islands,
0: right? But like on the Hawaiian Islands, they knew that there was like this big. No,
1: they were going to the Hawaiian Islands.
0: Who's they? The Polynesians. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I missed that part. So sorry. Okay. Wow. Po- oh, no, you're good.
1: So they like, yeah. like Moana. That they Mo. Yes, like Moana is like yeah, very like. I mean, Disney, but not inaccurate. And then here's Christopher Columbus, like, fucking, I don't know, 600 years later, like, I don't know where I am. You know, it's like, it's amazing that we, like, exalt him as an amazing, like, navigator. He
0: was literally just dicking around the Atlantic and happened to stumble upon a continent where there were people that were gracious enough to, like, welcome him. (laughs) And then he was like,
1: JK psych. Uh, JK psych. And now, and I predict in 600 years, they'll have a federal holiday for me oh just vomit going off of like the pilgrims or no sorry like the native americans helping like the reason that like the pilgrims were successful was because the native americans like gave them food because they arrived in november there was no way they were going to survive the winter they couldn't plant anything the only reason they survived like the way what i was told as a kid was like the pilgrims invited it was like (laughs) the pilgrims (laughs) invited yes. the native americans to break bread with them like the native americans <laughs> brought all the food
0: yeah the pilgrims were just like husks of people like dealing with
1: just the harsh north american yeah. winter <laughs>
0: and just...
1: half of the people wow. who landed who even made it through the voyage mm-hmm. they died over the winter
0: mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, it's it sounds about right. And on my dad's side, so this this isn't Kate does not share this family line, but on my dad's side, I have an ancestor. I am like the direct descendant of someone who came over on the Mayflower.
1: And It's a miracle you exist.
0: <laughs> it a little bit. A little bit if we're going to call it that miracle sure sure. Yeah. And it's like I don't even want to think about what my ancestors participated in <laughs> as far as like I it can only be Bad.
1: no uh, don't go down that road
0: <laughs> I know I know so anyway it it's 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 kind of I don't know maybe it even sounds like hypocritical because I have ancestors that came over I mean it's not like my fault I was born <laughs> didn't do this, but it also like I don't know it's it sounds like there's like almost like some guilt there
1: yeah I don't know I don't think it's like wrong to feel guilt but I think it's important to do more than just feel guilty
0: oh absolutely Which, like, yeah yeah
1: yeah. No, I feel I feel guilt for sure. I mean, even though I don't share that ancestry with you like on our grandfather's side, like the grandfather we share shit shit happened, shit went down.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. So it's 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 unfortunately it is just a part of being from the United States and being white.
0: It yeah, just kind of being white in general and it, Yeah. Like you will be related to people who were extremely problematic and we're like, hey, slavery is not that bad or it's just, yeah. it's kind of inevitable. But I think what's important is that like that mindset has completely changed and the descendants of us, if the earth survives that long, will have a completely different mindset. And I hopefully like that is really what matters in the long run. But yeah, I hope so. Okay. So kind of on, on that weird little Note about like settlers and stuff. I worked at Miniman National Historical Park, which is like all it talks about the Revolutionary War, like the first day of that specifically. You know, Paul Revere riding through, like, the British are coming, the British are coming. That is something that that is actually not what he said. And that's what we were taught. Yes. He said the regulars are coming because at the time they were all still British. So like, right. <laughs> it, it would be like me saying the Americans are coming. It's like, where do I fucking live, you know? And so they hadn't dissolved their ties with Britain yet, and so him saying that makes no sense. And so he was saying the regulars are coming, like the regulars, the redcoats, the that army that are regularly here, being assholes. They're coming, not the British are coming. The British are coming, which I think is fascinating because I was always taught the British yeah. are coming.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, okay, speaking of our quote unquote founding fathers, which I also mm. just like kinda it ilks me a little bit. Um, yeah. because there were women involved too, for better or for worse.
0: Um, what? Women? Absolutely not. What? Women They're too Where? delicate How? to be in charge of a country.
1: <laughs> ah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear>. um, <laughs> okay, so This is something that I actually learned not too long ago, and that actually kind of rocked me to my core, just Mm -hmm. a little bit. I was told my entire life, literally up until like three, five years ago, that George Washington had wooden dentures. He didn't? Oh my god, Allison.
0: I wrote a paper about this in fourth grade. He doesn't have wooden
1: teeth? Oh, Allison, Allison. Uh,
0: Learn me something, Yeah, Kate. get
1: ready. His teeth were actually slaves' teeth.
0: Oh, fuck!
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God!
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: I know. Oh, oh, it's oh. like,
1: it... A lot of the other shit that I learned eventually, like, oh, Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner, and he, like, sold his children. I was like, ah, yeah, fair. Not fair that he did that. I meant, like, I could see that happening. When I found out that George Washington had slave teeth, it, like, my world was turned upside down for a second.
0: Uh, No, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Like, I did not know this tiny little innocent part of Allison still existed, but she just got a bitch slap to the cheek and is come to terms with this. Because, like, I literally have a memory of writing a paper on, like, it was a fourth grade paper, so it couldn't have been great, but it was, like, about his wooden teeth. Okay, can I Google this right now? It's not that I don't believe you, you, but, like, I just need to know No, you absolutely
1: can. But, okay, so, yeah, like, the two things we learn about George Washington, or there are multiple things we learn about George Washington, but it's, like, A, he was awesome, B, he cut down a cherry tree, three, he had wooden teeth, four, he stepped down from being president after eight years when he could have stayed in power, there is no record of him ever having any kind of wooden teeth. And yes, he had slaves teeth that I'm pretty sure were extracted from live humans implanted.
0: Yeah, it said these teeth were quite possibly purchased at cut rate prices for from slaves or in the very best case from desperately poor people. Wow. Yeah. Either well, way, I- oh
1: Apparently there is record. I looked this up because I was like, I need to be sure I know my shit for this. Apparently there are records that were found at Mount Vernon that were signed by George Washington that specifically teeth from slaves were purchased. Mm. Now, it doesn't say specifically who the teeth were for, but we can assume that it was George Washington because he was the one in need of teeth. Yeah.
0: I feel really bad right now. I <laughs> know, <That laughs> I know. the worst thing. Well, I'm glad I know that, though. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, because
1: George Washington is untouchable. Like, I feel like all the other founding fathers, I've known for a while that there were shitty things about them, right? But George Washington, for a long time, just, like, continued to be upheld in my mind as, like, a great person. I'm sure that he had shitty opinions, but I was like, okay, at least we have George Washington. At least we have some decency. And yet,
0: and yet, indeed, and yet, indeed. So...
1: Uh, wow, that's really fucked up.
0: <laughs> wow, thank you for telling me that.
1: Yeah, you're you're welcome.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yep.
1: Yeah, your turn.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I just thought of one. Ooh. that the national anthem is racist. We cut out the bad parts. Like, oh, really? say can you see? Yes. It, Wait, what, what are the bad parts? Um, let me look it up. When I was little, I thought it was Jose, can you see? And I was hmm. like, who's this guy Jose on the battlefield? Like, why can't he see anything? <laughs> I remember having this thought in second grade, and it just turns out I was deaf and oh. I wasn't hearing anybody correctly. Wow. Oh, say. Okay, so I found the racist lyric in the Star-Spangled Banner. There might be more than one, but this is the one I found right now. It's, No refuge could save the hireling and slave From the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave Or the land of the free and the home of the brave So, it was written by a slave owner, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, anyway. So, anyway, that's that on that.
1: Great. I didn't know that. Wow. But, but I
0: mean, of course, our national anthem is literally based off of racism and slavery. Like. Yeah. Anyway, OK, it's just that's what how this entire United States greatest country in the world was built off of was the backs of other people that we took advantage of. OK, do you have any more any like lighthearted ones that so we can kind of switch it up a bit? <laughs> I just realized I, I like, we're talking about like, OK, I have a few, too. So if you want to go to those real fast.
1: Okay, I was devastated to find out that the Underground Railroad was not
0: a train. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. A good friend of mine, who was in their mid-twenties, just found that out. So I would not feel too bad about that, Kate. You're you're just fine.
1: Okay, cool. No, because, I mean, okay, to be fair, like, the school system was not teaching me that it was a train. But... I so wanted to believe that there was an underground railroad system, literally, that was saving people. And I was like, that is the coolest shit I have ever heard yes. of. And it- to be fair, the underground railroad is still really cool. And it's incredible what oh, they yeah. did. But damn, was I disappointed to find out it wasn't a literal train under the yep. ground. <clears throat> yeah.
0: It's very so. misleading.
1: It Tell misleading. Tell a bunch of
0: 10-year-olds that something called the underground railroad exists of course they're not gonna think in a fake fig- figuratively <laughs>
1: no like, of course not of i'm course like yeah it's there's a
0: literal a... underground railroad like it, that makes complete sense i i knew i believed that growing up too it's and it's like well where are the train tracks why is it just yeah. a bunch of holes in the ground like i didn't
1: yeah well and like we learn about like harriet tubman and stuff and like how she would like and inc- accompany Slaves like through the woods, and they'd be running through the woods, and I'd be like, "Why are they running? They could just get on the train." <laughs> get on the train. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. But um, anyway, so that's yeah, that was that's my only fun one. The rest of them are really sad and upsetting. So anyway, what no, do you no. got?
0: Okay, I think one I already kind of mentioned, but that's that you will use math when you're older. Yeah, I the any math that I need to do, I just pull out my calculator. It's actually probably really bad. My brain could probably do with a little bit of equations to figure out. But, you know, numbers, but I just simply don't care. But, you know, you like you're taught sitting in algebra or calculus and it's like you're going to need to know the dimensions of the circle. You're going to have to use that in the future. Like, fuck off with that. Absolutely not. Unless I become like I won't have to use. A calculus unless I become a calculus teacher or become like an engineer and it's like I'm not going into any of those fields it's so it, yeah. I don't know but I, I mean I get why they teach it I guess but it's still like I haven't used any math since I
1: graduated not a fucking I saw something like uh, a meme the other day that said oh wow yet another day where I didn't have to use y equals mx plus b literally <laughs>
0: that's literally it yes
1: yeah, or the quadratic god. equation. I never actually they were like you have to memorize this. I have a very good memory. I never memorize the quadratic equation. Way to go. And like I have put not put down. Yeah, god fuck fuck you guys. I will not.
0: I yes. F-
1: refuse. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And That's... I think on that same wavelength that getting a college degree will make you so successful almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And I am living proof, <laughs> my friends, that that is not the case. I also didn't get a degree um, that I think it. I I I got a degree like cultural anthropology and like sociology and stuff like that, where it's like I was looking into how much social workers make, and I will make more hourly waitressing. <gasps>
1: Oh God! For the
0: most part, at least at the beginning, so it's like I don't have, I can't afford to start a career right now. Is basically what I'm saying. Like I'm like kind of stuck in the restaurant industry because that's where I make the most money. Like getting a big kid job and using my degree would actually make me less than what I'm making now, which is just. But again, that might just be me. That's not everybody. My brother is insanely successful, but it. He was like a biological engineer and shit. So I mean, that's like different than. I, I don't know, but.
1: No, and I feel like this is something that, like, I feel like it wasn't too, too long ago, at least for white people, getting a college degree did mean success, at least for, like, maybe white men, and now it's not that true, but we're still being told that, like, oh my god, so... Like all the people I've I've been working with As a production assistant on movies Like a lot of these people went to film school Like they have degrees in the field That they are working in right My supervisor On this last movie I was doing Night Bitch I asked him Just like out of curiosity Like how long have you been a PA And he was like I've been a PA for nine years I was like okay mm-hmm. And I was like how much are you making He was like oh I'm making same as you Minimum Mm-mm. He's making Holy the shit. same amount of money as I am after nine years with a degree. What <sighs> the fuck? This is fucking yeah. crazy.
0: No, it's a scam. College really is a scam. Like, when I have big people, a lot of people are, like, ashamed that everyone went to college. And I'm, like, honestly good on you because I kind of fell for that. Like, I learned a lot. Like, I'm glad I did it, but it was insanely expensive and... As of right now, I really don't have anything to show for it other than a shiny picture on my wall. Like a yeah. degree with like fancy writing and like words on it and in a nice little frame. Like, that's kind of all I got to show for it. And it, this is not like a woe is me thing. This is something that a lot of people I know are relating to right now where it's not just me. And again, if you get a degree in like biological engineering, I feel like it's, I don't know, there might be more jobs in that really specialized field. But then again, I know somebody with an engineering degree that I can't find any work right now. So it really yeah. is up in the air. And it it's just hard. And it's like, I don't want to be a server for the rest of my life. But as of right now, I can't really think of doing anything else that'll get me any better money.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. Like, right now, like, the only reason I'm, like, making enough money to keep moving is, A, I am living at my aunt and uncle's house. And B because I work such insane hours. I make overtime and double time. Oh, nice. You know, which is great. So, within 3 days I'll work 40 hours and I'll make overtime Jesus. and double time. But I'm working 40 hours in 3 days. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 hard out here. We're we're fine. We're good. Yeah, dude,
0: to know. be in your twenties right now, let me tell, ya, what let me tell you what a time. Like you, mm. you got to go to college during COVID. I got to try to find a career during COVID. So it's it's uh, let me like it's just so fun being in your twenties now and trying to start your life in this yeah. economy. <laughs> in <laughs> this economy. In this what? economy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, taking a complete left turn. Yes, I have please. another. I have another myth. The idea that the U.S. was like the number one reason the Allies won World War One and World War Two. Mm. Because okay, a for World War One, we didn't join the war until 1917, and the war was over in like 1918, and we're still like we won the war. I'm like, oh, no. World War II, we act like... I mean, okay, to be fair, we were instrumental. However, we do not talk about in this country about how much the Russians sacrificed to win World War II for the Allies.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like I even did a story on the Night Witches who were Russian yes. and they bombed Nazis, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, the the number of people they lost... Fighting the Nazis on the Eastern Front is unbelievable. Just astronomical. And I just, it bothers the fuck out of me that we don't talk about the sacrifices that they made. You know? Because we're like, oh, we won the war and all that shit. Russia was pretty much alone fighting on the Eastern Front for a really long time. For them, the war didn't end. Like, they have a different V-Day than we do. Like, they have a different end of World War II Day than we do. It's like a day or two later because they were still fucking fighting.
0: And they were doing it a lot longer than we were.
1: They were doing it a lot longer than we were and they, like, man, the shit they went through, I'm looking up yeah, Russian World War II right now. Fending off the German invasion and pressing to victory in the East required a tremendous sacrifice by the Soviet Union, which suffered the highest casualties in the war, losing more than 20 million citizens about a third of all world war ii casualties
0: oh shit dude i have chills i did not know that
1: this is this is a quote from wikipedia i did not yeah so 20 million citizens so that's including civilians and people like military personnel who died Russian people who died fighting in World War II. So to repeat, 20 million Russian people died during World War II. 400,000 American people died during World War II. Insane. So that was another thing I wanted to bring up is that, yeah, I mean, like, we helped for sure. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, like, we talk about our just prowess and our military ability and, like, how much we sacrificed during the war and rationing and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, A, London went through so the british people went through so much more than the united states russia for sure and just like the rest of the allies in general just went through way more than the u.s so yeah yeah
0: takes gulp of wine yeah that's pretty (laughs) insane was i mean we we literally are taught we're the greatest country on earth and it's like we're we are low on the list when it comes to like education. Like, we are not really number one in anything other than like, um, maybe guns. Like, it, <laughs> uh, well, I guess, uh, probably one last one each. Yeah. Mine's pretty light, this last one for me. Do you want to okay. go
1: first? <laughs> yeah, I or... should go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. The one, the other one I have. Oh, my God. Lies, just lies, lies, lies. All over the place. So many. Abraham Lincoln wasn't racist. That's the lie. Uh, Uh, He was. He was. He was racist.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I would
1: imagine. I think that's kind of come to light. We talk about him being, like, the great emancipator all the time, but he wasn't. I mean, he was in that he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, but... The idea that he wanted equal rights for black people and white people is not true. I actually have a quote to read from Abraham okay. Lincoln during one of his debates when he was trying to get reelected. I will say then that I am not, nor ever have been, in favor of bringing about in any way the social and political equality of the white and black races. That I am not, nor ever have been, in favor of making voters of, or jurors of Negroes. Nor of qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people. And I will say in addition to this that there is a physical difference between the white and black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races living together in on terms of social and political equality. And inasmuch as they cannot so live, while they do remain together, there must be the position of superior and inferior. And as I much as any other man am in favor of having the superior position, Assigned to the white race. Mm. End quote. End quote. Well, that's bad. It's that's bad. really bad. Everyone back then just fucking sucked. And the thing to remember is that in a hundred years from now, there's a great chance people will look back on us and be like, "Wow, they all fucking sucked." So,
0: I mean, we sure do. I mean, I mean, yeah,
1: that's that's not negotiable. USA.
0: USA. American dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry best the entire time in the world.
0: we were talking about this all i was just had that sound playing in my head over and over again i think it's so funny it best funny, country yeah. in the world and like, then
1: fucking single ladies just uh no it's a uh,
0: crazy in love actually
1: oh i'm sorry oh my god i can't believe i said that i meant crazy in love
0: okay yeah <gasps> you can't be in the best country in the world jesus but at least you know it was beyonce
1: Oh, yeah, I know it's Beyonce. Oh, no, I'm actually okay. a Beyonce fan. That hurts. I can't believe I said that. Oh, my
0: God. Okay. My last one is that I was told that I would need to know cursive. And let me tell you, sister, <laughs> I have not used cursive a single goddamn time. Should, would I enjoy to have better penmanship? Absolutely. But cursive is not, not where it's coming from, chief. So anyway, guys.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Any last
0: little thoughts?
1: You know, no. I it's just it's just a mess out here. But the wine helped and the fact that despite the shittiness of the holiday, we're all gonna be together for Thanksgiving. I'm really fucking stoked.
0: I mean, God bless America. Am I right, everybody? Thank you all so much for coming and listening to us. And please tell us the lies that you were told as children. And as always, Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Salt Storytime, And please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It is so helpful. We really appreciate it. All right, Kate. Well, I will see you next week for a surprise episode. And I am very excited. And I already know what I'm going to tell you about. And I have no clue what you are going to tell me about. Can't wait. Well, all right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.